How are you? I'm doing well. You seem to be having some uh, trouble there. Dry. Dry mouth. It's, uh, it happens. Stop oh, man. all that dank kush, Chris. Lou starts it. Rip Kobe. Yeah. You just, just had to go there? We were trying really? not to. Yeah, yeah, see, it is eventually. It's on my face. I don't like that. I'm going to move things around real quick. <laughs> Yo, chat. How about you go? Uh, uh, That's fine. Leave it there. We're going to put it there and make it a little bit tinier. Well, now it's gone. Little, yeah, because the, it doesn't stay I did it so you didn't have to. Well, thank you. Uh, I, yeah. Very. <laughs> no, seriously. Fucking horrible. It is horrible. Our Him and his daughter. Go out to Kobe Bryant and his loved ones. He had a wife and the, as I believe he still has three daughters. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I have a perfectly normal size head. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. I'm your host, Chris, with... Nate. The cats are playing with something upstairs. They are. <laughs> I'm like, I just hear something getting knocked around. Um, fuck. It's probably boxes. It's cardboard day. So cardboard is collected and ready to go outside and get the fuck out of my house. Um, yeah, you tend to have a lot of that. Who, me? Yes, cardboard. I know. We cleared out all the cardboard. Lou, if he could attest to it, he helped. Um, when people think of, like, the modern... Amazon shopper. But it's not all Amazon boxes. It's not, but you guys shop for a lot of shit online. Uh, it's been a lot of... Oh, a spider. Um, a lot of it has been uh, between Christmas stuff and replacing a lot of things uh, because of the clearing, clearing stuff out of the house. Yeah. Um, shit needs to be here and newer and not broken. <laughs> So uh, I do I do whole box swaps. I'll order something. Pizza boxes? I'll order something pizza online. Boxes. Right? And then I'll get the thing that I want from online and I'll take all the old stuff that I don't want and put it in that box and go donate it. <laughs> you donate things? Like old clothes oh. and crap. Oh. I just am lazy and I throw everything away. Mm. Um, I just give it to like a Damn it, now shelter. Lou said pizza. Now I want him want 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 pizza do you want pizza I could go if we pizza. order a pizza do you think it would get here before we finish this episode probably definitely we are we talk a lot <laughs> um yeah, this is a very news light episode i'm re- we're really gonna talk about just normal shit what we've been doing how games have been going for us yeah uh real quick um just news really the only biggest news shit that's been happening this whole year uh all the games are delayed that I don't care about, luckily. I care about quite a few of them in this case. Uh, FF7 Remake especially, because I never finished the original FF7. I know you don't care for Final Fantasy. So I will admit, there is part of me that I, I might but, give that a shot. Well, this FF7 falls more in line with things like the Kingdom Hearts style of play, the FF15 style of play. Mm-hmm. It's more action-centric than just the original... Back then, you had to understand the limitations of technology. You couldn't have, you know, flashy animations and things like that while the game engine was running in real time. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that the game was that way, but it's not going to appeal to everybody. To a lot of people, turn-based combat, or in this case with Final Fantasy VII, 
almost turn-based combat is boring because you're just waiting for things on screen to happen. Yeah. Um, where, you know, I realize that as you play those games more and more, you get faster at going through the menus and figuring out what your plan of attack is. But even then, like, you're doing things so fast, you're just so far ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, I like hitting button mashing. A lot of people like to be, shit up you know, with the keyblade. active in their combat. So if this falls more into that line, I think it's going to appeal to a lot more people. The great thing about it is it's going to give a whole lot of people who had never had a chance to play the original Final Fantasy VII a chance to experience that story now and in an updated, you know, futuristic 2020 kind of way. Yeah. Um, which is great because nobody wants to spend hours reading blue text box on a screen. <laughs> there are some people that, that I, I swear that there will be people, like I would take a bet, that there will be people that that game comes out and they're like, it's not as good as the original. There's always going to be people like that, and it's unfortunate. The thing is, though, is the original still exists. You can still find copies of it. it not, and it doesn't even matter about copies. It's available on literally every yeah, platform. It's available everywhere. You can play it in any way that you want to. I know people who have made, back when, like, Making ROMs was a huge thing. People had made ROMs of Final Fantasy VII and had modded it to make things streamlined and all kinds of stuff. So that works. There was quality of life improvements across the board, all kinds of stuff. But this is the official Square Enix release, again, of Final Fantasy VII. Back then it was Squaresoft, but... I always forget, because what was... Yeah. It was just Squaresoft and Enix. They were two It was just Enix? Yeah. I for some reason I always thought Enix had another name to it. No. Enix was something else. They had studios under them, I think, like IDOS at a time. Um Yes, because that's why Hitman became a square game. Yeah. I remember that now. Um Yeah, I so that one obviously a lot of people are upset by it. Right after that got announced, they announced that the Avengers game, which I think maybe four people are excited about. Uh, that got a delay. The thing, I made a deal with somebody that I'll be down to play it if they want to play it with me, but there's no way I'm buying that game by myself. The and playing only it. reason I want to play it at all is because they made the announcement about Kamala being a, a main character. Okay. If Miss Marvel was not a main character in that game, I would have negative interest in that game. <laughs> negative now interest. I have like one interest. One interest. Um, Single interest. Well, she's like her between her and Miles, they're my favorite Marvel characters. She was my favorite when I first picked up the Miss Marvel comic, and they had a whole little like, they had a whole spread in there, like a two-page like thing, where it was her teaming up with Wolverine. Oh my fucking god! And they were going through the sewers, and they laid it out like a two D video game layout. Almost. I love that. That was so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's a good comic. Actually, one of the that one right there in that short box there mm-hmm. it goes that actually that set pack right there it has the first appearance of Miles Morales in it oh, really? uh, and then like behind it is his first individual like the first ultimate Spider-Man that it was his comic nice. wow. uh, and then the rest of the new series and then right behind that is all of um, the current run of Miss Marvel I plan on doing a cosplay of Miles in the future yeah well, it's going to be the Spider-Verse, like the movie Spider-Verse sort like of the version. the spray-painted looking one? Yeah, with yeah, the hoodie yeah. and everything. Either that, I'm also going to do a Peter B. Parker eventually, so. I thought about it. Oh, maybe that's what we should. You want to do that if we both go to Blurred Gun? We could. Okay. I just <laughs> I need, need to, to get... find a way to get $200 Nikes now. <laughs> they don't have to be. You can get fake Nikes. <laughs> F- Fikies? Fikies. Fake Nikes. Um... 
I know. I luck out. All I need is like two different shoes. You need literally sweatpants. Sweatpants, and, and I'm gonna and buy and one of those uh, those stretchy suits. Yeah, some Spider-Man body suit. And I don't have to be in shape because he's not in shape. It's great. It's the the tubby <laughs> white guy's uh, dream costume. Yeah, I've got to trim some fat off for that. You don't have to. Kind of do. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? You don't have to be comic accurate to cosplay. If you didn't, if you had to be comic accurate, you wouldn't get like bearded Finn and all that kind of shit. This is true. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> off of cosplay. Uh. So yeah, Avengers. We had. I don't know. We have a list. Cyberpunk. I don't know why we're trying to remember things. Cyberpunk another is one. another one that a lot of people are disappointed by. They're disappointed by it, but. CD Projekt Red being the studio that they are, you gotta understand they're still a, they're still technically an independent studio. They aren't owned by a major publisher. They do publish their games through major publishers, mm-hmm. but they are not owned by a publisher. Yeah, they are completely independent on their own. They have stayed on their home turf. They develop games entirely in house, and they make one AAA quality game every couple of years. <laughs> Like, I know that we had said, like, The Witcher and The Witcher 2 were, you know, not very good games. The Witcher, but that was by, Witcher 1 is so bad. Yeah, but, you know, by today's standards, no, they're not. Back then, they were at least doing something different, and that's why people like them. Is, you know, the original Witcher was at least trying to have a game that was about this, you know, world-building and overarching narrative... And you playing as a character and going through that world and changing it as you went through it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for all the faults that the game has, though, it was still a major project taken up by a single studio. You could not... <laughs> what are you doing to the... I'm realizing if I had just put it back a little bit further, it probably would have been better. Yes. Because look, I'm holding it back and it's... Yeah, it's, I see. <laughs> I'm fingering now, the wall. Now you just got... <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Stop poking a little Sorry, I'm enjoying. <laughs> no, um, in his mouth. Cyberpunk, though, everything I've seen of it, it looks like a really good game. At least a game I'm going to enjoy just because I like cyberpunk aesthetic to begin with. And then on top of it, I've been playing Witcher 3 like nonstop. I, I kept telling myself, <laughs> I, I think I installed it, but I have not touched it. Because I love the show, so I enjoyed the world that they started to build. Yeah. But... The great thing about The Witcher 3 is the difficulty modes on it. They're so far apart that you can play it however you want. You so can, if I go to easy mode, I can just murder everyone? If you everyone? go into freaking baby mode, you literally just poke things and you die. That's my so. thing. It's not that I don't want a difficult game. And it's you don't just have to, I like murdering everyone. The thing everyone is, is like, I've gone insane with it. Like Most people just want to get through the story and be done with it. And that's mm. fine. I've gone through and I've gotten like... I'm hunting down all the Witcher gear in the game. I'm upgrading armor sets. I'm upgrading swords. I'm making sure my glyphs are set right. I've got my skills and my mutagens set up just the way I want. I have brewed, like, most of the potions, bombs, and oils up to their freaking superior levels, which are the best levels they can get. Like, I've done all this. I've traveled back and forth across this world. I think my game time now clocks in at over 36 hours, and I have not finished the main story. that's crazy. (laughs) So... This is just me. And the game has fast travel, so it's not like I'm walking everywhere to do this. I'm just going back and forth, place to place, making sure I soak up every little bit of this game. I played so much fucking Gwent. <laughs> do you know how much fucking Gwent I played? <laughs> There's a side quest of the game called Collect Them All, which is collecting every Gwent card in the game. 
To do this, you have to go to certain merchants, buy them from them if they have them. You also have to beat merchants in Gwent games. And then there's a side quest called High Stakes. And that quest is a Gwent tournament. It's got a thousand coin buy-in, so you buy into it. There are four different players you have to beat, and they all have insanely difficult decks to, like, actually take care of. So some guy came up with a list of the decks that he got through the tournament with, and that's what people have played with. But I went into it without knowing that at first, and I kept trying to do it, and I'm like, why does this asshole keep beating me every time? Like, why does it seem like he's just getting everything he needs to counter what I have on the board? Mm-hmm. And so I went back and realized you get a little... You get a book in the game called the something like Guide to Gwent or something like that. And if you read it in game, it actually tells you what Gwent cards you have from certain regions in the game. And so it's like you have like 10 cards left of people with no particular skill. Those are just random merchants you can challenge. And it'll be like, okay, Skellige, Novigrad, Velen, here are the, here's how many cards are left in these regions of people you actually have to beat. And okay. these are usually like people who have unique cards to give you. And if you complete that entire list, you actually complete another side quest in the game, which is collect them all. That's just getting every Gwent card. Pokemon. But there's more Gwent cards added with the expansions as well, so I'm waiting till I get and to this those This is expansions. just in-game. Yes. Okay. Because I'm thinking, in my head, I'm like... I tried playing the Gwent... the Gwent game. I tried playing itself. the Gwent mobile game. Yeah. My phone doesn't support it. <laughs> so... Aren't they ending development on that? I believe so. Yeah. Just because it... They haven't gotten as many players as they thought they would. No, I mean, no card game is going to compare to uh, Hearthstone. Hearthstone, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, you can have multiple auto chess games. You can have multiple, uh, what's the one with the three lanes? MOBAs. Thank you. Dota was enough to (laughs) make me think MOBA. Um, Yeah, I I can't get in. None of those. None of those game types are something Mm -hmm. that I like. The thing Um, I appreciate about... The thing I appreciate about Gwent is it's a short card game. Yeah. Is you can just straight up play it. Like, I've seen games of Hearthstone, they go on for 10 rounds, 15 rounds even. Just a ridiculous amount of time spent on those games. Because you get a mana every turn in Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. In Gwent, though, there's no mana cost. There's no cost to play a card. You get 10 cards to start with, and that's and you your can play hand. all 10 cards. You can play all 10 cards in one turn if you want to. But. What? Yeah, so really? ev- everybody's got two little life tokens. With, so when you're beat and around, one of those life tokens goes away. You're beat twice, that's it, that's the game. Huh. But the leaders and the factions all had different abilities. Like if you're Nilfgaard, for example. If a we game, don't use that word. <laughs> if a game ends in a draw, their faction automatically wins if the game ends in a draw. Hmm. So if, if I'm playing around with you and we both have ten, basically, power on the board but you're Nilfgaard and I'm not, then you win because you have that faction. But say I have Northern Realms. If I win, I draw a card at the end of that turn. So that gives me hand advantage because whatever cards you play that round go into your discard pile. Hand advantage just sounds (laughs) funny to me. No, whatever cards you play that turn go into your discard pile. The only way to get them back are with other cards that have revive abilities on them. Sorry, you talking about this just made me think of... um, So Friday night we were over doing our uh, game night mm-hmm. and our friend Damien brought over this game Dungeon Mayhem mm-hmm. have you heard of this mm-hmm. so it's it's based in and off of Dungeons and Dragons and it is actually uh, the art is fucking great but some of the characters I think uh, they are based off of the comic series there's a Dungeons and Dragons comic series that people actually really like uh, and it's cool because within it they have like sometimes I think they have like 
either character sheets or uh, campaign ideas or what are encounters? What is it called? Like a yeah. one-off? If you have a one-off, is it an encounter? Uh, one, yeah, encounters. Um, and then like comes with maps and all that kind of shit. Uh, but the game, it's just a card game. Okay. Um, so you pick one of, I believe it's four base decks, characters, uh, and then there's expansion packs, and they're, they actually just announced another big expansion, but that that's crazy, because you can like pick Demura enemies instead of the, the hero characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point is, you're not working together, you're not doing a normal D&D adventure, you are trying to kill everyone else. You are trying to be the last person standing. So you have attack cards, shield cards, um, you can revive yourself, or not revive yourself, you can give yourself more health points. You all start at uh, 10 points. Mm-hmm. And you have attacks that can kill everybody. You have attacks that change people's HP around, depending on who you are. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think Lou, me and Lou constantly were switching out um, I just asked, said something about pizza. Uh, Lou and I were switching out the different characters. Uh, Kim and Becca actually stuck with the same two people because mm-hmm. they enjoyed their characters. Um, I did too, but I liked I liked seeing the different abilities and all that. Uh, and it really all matter comes down to the luck of the draw for a mm-hmm. lot of things. You can try and be as strategic as you want, but it can all get fucked over like that. Yeah. Uh, there was a point where I had one health. And I somehow managed to survive an entire round going around. I think Lou almost killed me. Damien, Becca, and Kim didn't have an attack card. Mm -hmm. Because I knew I was not going to be able to go another round, I had a special ability called Fireball that did three damage to everyone, including myself. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm out this round no matter what. I'm going to make it shit for all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's great. And it really, the, the game itself... A round of it does not take long mm-hmm. unless you somehow end up like, for some reason, Damien and either Kim or Becca were just back and forth. Like, Lou and I got to a point, we were like investing this to the point where we're like, holy shit, yeah. how the, oh my god, she's, oh, where did that card come from? Kind of like we were almost shout casting. <laughs> we jokingly started shout casting this tournament against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, I'm like, "What's this thing that Becca has that she doesn't know about?" So I looked and I came around and I'm like, "I have to whisper this to you because we can't exactly shout cast a hand to the <laughs> opponent." Um, but it, it's a really interesting game. Um, one of the added characters they have uh, the ability to change form into bear, a bear or a wolf. Mm-hmm. If you're in the bear form. When you transform, you automatically become, you automatically gain two health points. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are in the wolf form, you automatically damage have two damage points. Okay. Um, but depending on which form you're in, when you play a certain card, you will either gain a, a health point or gain another attack point. Gotcha. Uh, so it's a nice. That's that's part of the strategy. It's a druid. Uh huh. It's a druid. I think that was the druid. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a. It might have been, a, like a ranger though. I could have mm-hmm. the the character design made me think more of a ranger, but gotcha. uh, it it ended up working out that um, like the first round I think all of us took. What our actual character was like, because hers had to do had a lot to do with um, like animals and all that, 
uh, I had, I literally picked, it was a tiefling rogue. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this looks, give me the Hellboy character. I'm like, that's a tiefling rogue, cool. <laughs> like, there's literally, the attack cards was throw, uh, throw a dagger, like one thrown dagger, mm-hmm. all the thrown daggers or something <laughs> like that. Um, your health potion, the, the way you gain health with his cards was uh, a stolen potion. Um <laughs> I they, it's some of the cards are really entertaining. One guy, the guy Lou started with, we looked through all of them. I was like, the art is cool, but it's literally just the most straight up D and D names. Like you mm-hmm. cast lightning or thunderbolt or whatever. Um, but it, it's a really entertaining game, and like I said, really quick. Yeah. Uh, you can play. I think we played like well ten rounds almost. Don't that's feel one like. of the things I, lo- I like about Gwent though is because a game no matter what can only last three rounds. Yeah, that's it. Like a game can literally because of the way the rules are set up and because everybody's got literally two chances to win a round. Yeah. That's it. You can win a game in two rounds. You can win a game in three rounds. But a game can go no longer than three rounds. If it's a draw and you both have one life point, then it's just called a draw. There's no. Oh really? Yeah. There's no overtime. There's no playing through. Um. But to win the cards in the Witcher 3 game, you have to, you know, beat these opponents. Yeah. So I went around and just hunted down as many. I looked online for lists, just started hunting down as many Gwent cards as I Is it like, is there a way to just stack your deck so you can beat everybody? Not really, because the thing is, is it's very much luck of the draw. The minimum amount of cards you're going to have in a deck are 22, because you have to have 22 units mm-hmm. in the deck, which are essentially, they're like monster cards and say, magic or something like yeah. that. They're 22 guys that can fight, basically. So you've got to have at least 22 of those. You can have up to 10 different hero cards, which the thing about heroes is they are unit cards. They count towards that unit total. Like I've got a Geralt card. I've got a Siri card. I've got one of... uh, Roach? Roach, which is not the the horse. It's the guy named Roach. Ah, damn. (laughs) Um, You don't have the Roach on the roof card or whatever the fuck that Um, thing is. But the interesting thing about these cards is they usually have really high attack power. Like Siri and Geralt, both Mm -hmm. of them have 15. Who would have guessed? So, you play them, but hero cards can't be affected by any other special <coughs> abilities at all. So, like, there's a game in the card called Scorch. It removes the strongest thing on the field. It doesn't matter if it's on your side or their side when you play it. It just destroys the strongest thing. Hmm. Now, I could have a Geralt on the field. The other guy could have, like, a four attack, whatever. But the Scorch, because it doesn't affect Geralt, will only affect his card now. So, you can use the... Basically, I use the hero cards in my deck to start baiting things out of my opponent's hand... Because the AI doesn't, it tries to deal with dynamic strategies, but if you get dynamic to a point, it just can't keep up anymore. So if you just start getting it into the habit of baiting cards out of the opponent's hand, there's certain things they're going to play, you're going to be like, why the hell would they even bother playing that? It doesn't make any sense. It's because you're you're playing against a computer. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. And it's got a pre-made deck. It can't change that deck ever where you lose a what game you go you change your deck and then you're ready to there play you go. it's like ah oh, I was weak against this yeah I mean it's like Pokemon I mean I did the Pokemon same Pokemon trainers are gonna have the same fucking Pokemon oh guess yeah. what you have water Pokemon now I have ice Pokemon I think ice Pokemon's good against water yeah lightning that would work that I don't know why that didn't come to my mind first <laughs> it's the same thing where you beat Squirtle why didn't you tell me this kind of stuff <laughs> but uh, anyway yeah so Cyberpunk I'm hoping that there's... Oh, yeah, we're talking about the list. Yes, I hope that there's, <laughs> you know, a side game in Cyberpunk like that, at least something in the game that's related to gambling. Uh, it's like 
Cyber Terror, which is Solitaire, but with <laughs> robots. I don't know. I like well, Solitaire. I like a game that I don't have yeah. to deal with other people. I'm hoping the character customization in Cyberpunk is in depth, because they were showing off. Um, I still don't know what that sound is. Neither do I. I, I really think it's uh, Steam. Steam uh, related? Maybe. Um, I'm excited for it, is all I can say. So I'm not mad that they're delaying it. They say they need to put more polish on the game. I'll believe that they need to put more polish on it. Mm-hmm. So there are two other game delays. Especially with the release of Witcher 3. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to say, there are two other game delays. Obviously, so Last of Us Part 2, which mm-hmm. I think is one of the most disappointing for a lot of people because they just for them to have announced it mm-hmm. so quickly and be like, hey, we know when it's coming out. Yeah. People. Excuse me. People really expected it to drop well, that time. Well, the big rumor with a lot of these things that they announced previously is they're holding them off until they can announce the PS5 and announce cooperative launch yeah. dates PS4 so and PS5. The current running theory is that Nintendo, Sony, will have an announcement, will have a, their live stream, their convent, not convention, their conference, whatever they decide to do with it. In February. And mm-hmm. in February, they're going to say, boom, hey, this is going to be here. This is going to be here. Guess why? This is the reason why we haven't given a, a date for Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um, because they still haven't given a date for that. <laughs> uh, and I can see that happening, and I understand it. It's just really obnoxious and annoying. Well, um, the big question everybody's buying with that, though, is the PS5, and what is it going to be as a piece of hardware? Because Xbox came has out... Has it been announced that it is... Backwards compatible to PS4? No. That's Why do thing. I keep seeing people talking about it like it is a guaranteed thing? I have no idea. The thing that I think Sony needs to understand right now is they're behind the curve. With Xbox... Which is weird to say since they're doing so well. But Xbox has, you know, <laughs> come out swinging this time, basically saying, you know, all those features that you guys asked for on a console, we're going to give them to you. Just straight up. We're going to give that stuff to you. You want backwards compatibility? We're not just doing it to the last console. We're doing it all the way back to our first console. When they announced that shit, that was crazy. And it's not like, oh, they, we're doing they, they backwards compatibility. They have yes. stopped. There are no more added backwards compatible yes. games. But they're not like, we're going to do backwards compatibility to the point where it's like, you know, you have to download everything digitally, and that's the only way you can get it. It's like, if you have an Xbox disc, an original Xbox disc, that worked on the Xbox and that is in our backwards compatible library. You we can have put the ability to scan that now. And, and I, that. I think the mm. craziest thing to me was you could play PlayStation on PlayStation 2, right? Yes. You could play select PlayStation 2 select on PlayStation PS2 3. games on a PS3. But I think originally it was it was all, right? Wasn't there a version that could play all? They I think had announced something about it. They announced something about they were trying to get into doing all of them. And it just never happened. No. The 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 major and issue there was... three to four, it was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, we're I not I mean, the that major anymore. issue between that generation and the three generations... Well, it was just a quantum leap in technology overall. Yeah. You were talking about beefier processors that ran on new architecture. Well, the problem... That one was the whole thing... That was when PlayStation made that decision to go with a completely different way of doing things. Yeah. And that's why so many games on PlayStation 3 just did not do as well. No. The 360 was much easier for people to program for. Well, and that's was... why Fallout... You There are Fallout games on PlayStation 3 that I don't think ever fixed all of the bugs. No. But I, it was much easier to program for. It was running on Windows architecture that everybody understood for years of making PC games. Um, 
you know, PlayStation, in all honesty, Sony was the first to make the jump to, like, full online multiplayer on a console with games like SOCOM all the way back on PS2. Yeah. Where you bought that big fucking brick of a network adapter and plugged it into the back of your tell your your troops what to do. Um, But then when Xbox Live launched, that was kind of the end of it for Sony's online world because they're like, we have a platform that is not just you to link up with pals to game with like it's almost a whole social media platform where i can tell when chris is online so we can play halo together like that was what xbox live was and that made it convenient and easy for people to get together and start playing games without having to leave the house to go do it yeah and obviously Mm -hmm. with you can see with Mm -hmm. nintendo the logical progression was to not let you know anything about or interact at all with your friends and just see Absolutely. that they're online. Not, not let you interact with your friends to the degree where you need a cell phone to use a mic. <laughs> or you can just have a computer nearby that happens to have Discord or... I know so many people who said, I will never... They use Discord to do anything when it comes to playing a Nintendo game online. Yeah. I, will... I mean, you, you guys, or we have. Mm-hmm. I haven't played as much with you guys, but you guys seem to be doing have made that switch so, so easy. Yeah. Well, because Twitch has ended that, right? Or they were in the process Twitch of removing that? Twitch has ended voice calls yeah. completely. Um, um, I still wonder why. They were behind the date, though, that they said they were going to end it. Every time we got on a Twitch call, there was a warning that would appear at the top, like we're ending on something. It was like June something. And it was like months and after. And then like months after that, we were still doing Twitch calls. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, and I, I like, I'm starting to learn the, the way that, like how I'm learning YouTube, the YouTube mm-hmm. studio stuff for live, I'm still learning that because that was just I played video games online but I never really played too much where I needed to communicate with people mm-hmm. and I think were the, was there built in chat for things like um, my mind's biking what is it called uh, Team Fortress 2 and, and yeah. uh, so, CSGO yeah, a lot of those source games a lot, pretty much everything after the source era had built-in chat functionality in all yeah. their games. It was just part of that source that source engine. Um, the thing about communication in a lot of games is games like... I'll play games like Call of Duty, mm. right? And I'm mostly right now playing Ground War, which is their big sort of Battlefield-esque yeah. mode. You would expect people to be like, oh, yeah, we need to communicate and coordinate in this no. to do stuff. One, you're playing console. It's Call of Duty. Yeah. No one communicates in that game effectively unless you're doing like real hardcore competitive play which has been restricted to, like, 2v2 gunfight. That's where the competitive play happens now. Nobody's doing that in TDM anymore. Nobody's doing that on Search and Destroy anymore. It's all there. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to communication, I'm so glad I found this out and they added it. There's just a freaking mute all button. Really? And it just stays on as long as I don't press it again. So I have set my game up. Every time I join the lobby, it just auto-mutes everybody in the lobby. I don't have to hear a single person if I don't want to hear them. You can set up to mute everyone but party, which is what I normally use. And that yeah. means if you aren't my friend and I haven't invited you to play the game with me, I won't fucking hear you talk. <laughs> so I use that and I play I play the game just fine with that. There is no issue. I have not seen an improvement either way between me listening to people shout things in my ear versus not doing that. Yeah. The, the benefit I get out of that is now I don't have to get tilted when people start doing that. As tilted. Yes. Do you, do you still get tilted? I don't get tilted that much unless something turns into, like, a total... Like, unless I see some pure dumb crap happen. Like, the people who I scream at the most are just 
people who camp in corner. They were literally hiding in a corner and set two claymores directly in front of themselves. <laughs> like, God. what the hell are you doing? I do not miss Call of Duty. <laughs> there, there have been times where I've been like, people are like, oh, you should check it out. It's good. And I'm like, maybe if I can the, get a good the deal. The only thing I can say is this Call of Duty feels different than other Call of Duties. That's all there is to it. It's Does it feel like old Call of Duty, or is it just completely different? You, no, you feel it feels like... a lot like old Call of Duty, okay. but the gunplay has changed up so much with the idea of it being projectile-based weapons for every weapon, uh, with the way that the gunsmith works, that you can customize your uh, entire loadout on your weapon. That affects a lot of the way you play. Yeah. So, like, I use an M4, for example, in the game, and if you remember all the way back in Modern Warfare, you just had the three-round burst M16. It was the one that everybody used. It was the bread and butter of Modern Warfare because... It was a weird name one that I used to use. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> it was the one... It like it came out like this, and then the back had like a weird like turn to it, almost. It was basically like the the muzzle... Well, not muzzle. Muzzle? What's muzzle? The end? Yeah, yeah, the muzzle. The end of the bullet comes and out of it. And then it goes... I have no idea. Maybe an F2000. But... <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know guns. <laughs> this shows. What? What? <laughs> Give you an A for effort. Hey. Um, no, I use an M4 in the game. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. It basically is, it has it just down the okay, bottom. Why don't you just show it's, it to me? That's it's, it's, it's a it's P90. The, f- the Finn P90. The FN. The Finn. Finn? Finn? I'm no, Finn? FN. FN219. FN doesn't stand for Finn. It does in the Star Wars world. <laughs> in the Star World. It's, the full company's name is actually FNH, FN Herstall. I don't care about guns. <laughs> but anyway. It makes cool noises yeah. when I you use shoot the, it. I use, the M- I use the M4, which is the first assault rifle we get in the game, but I've set it up with like a longer barrel. A lot of recoil reduction stuff, basically. But the downside I get in that is my ADS time gets slower as I add that stuff ADS. on. Aim down sight time. So, a big so it takes longer for you to pull yeah, it up? it takes longer for you to actually oh, okay, cool. put down the site. Because it's like, I've got 18 yes. attachments. <laughs> but you can also put other attachments on your gun that make that shorter. So you can have like a shorter barrel. You can take the stock off. Does it have gun. like fans? So it just... No. You, you have uh, water cooling technology <laughs> in your gun? <laughs> I can shoot faster because can, the constant water rotates. You can do things like shorten the barrel. You can take the stock off. You can... Uh, put smaller magazines on the gun, stuff like that, and that makes it... So the gun is all-around lighter. So like you, a kid's magazine. Yeah, you move faster and you're walking in sprinting speed. But, <laughs> <Sorry for it. laughs> but you also can aim down sights faster. So it's a trade-off between basically your ability to control recoil and your ability to snap targets, more or less. Okay. Um, those are the major trade-offs. And the, there's other things like bullet spread and stuff that are more minuscule depending on the attachments you add, but those are the two major (coughs) trade-offs. It's how fast you are with a gun versus how accurate you are with it, essentially. Um, And if you just remove everything, you you can just be fast accurate. Sort of, because the basic gun setup is kind of just the middle ground for everything. So that's the one downside to that, mm -hmm. I'm guessing, is, hey, here are people playing. Mm -hmm. Do you... Is everything unlocked at the beginning? Everything is not unlocked at the beginning. There is a weapon. So there is still kind of a a, an upside to playing more and all that. There is an upside to playing more. I will tell you this: people can trick out their guns however they want in Call of Duty. It doesn't make them any better. 
the thing that people try to focus on and the thing that I focused on with Overwatch for a long time is all these little tweaks that I can make to like, okay, I got down to like tweaking my sensitivity. I'm going to tweak my mouse weights. I'm going to try all these tricks and everything like that. The one thing I didn't have though was consistent practice in aiming. <laughs> and so when I went to go play DPS characters like uh, Soldier 76, it didn't matter how much I did that stuff if I never actually practiced how to aim properly to begin with and do that consistently over and over again. So there are drills I'll run in Call of Duty, be it a private match against bots, or I'll just jump into like a free-for-all game real quick, and I'll just keep doing the same thing in those games until I feel comfortable doing it, and then I'll go play my regular games for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, and that comes with, I mean, that's basically any game. Like, Enter the Gungeon, I spent months trying to find out how to play that game well. Did you hear the announcement? No. That is news. Good news. Uh, Exit the Gungeon is coming to Steam. Really? Yes. Which, nice. that was just a, uh, I believe it was the Apple arcade-only mm -hmm. release. Um, I'm hoping that the, uh, oh, what is it? I think it's called Grindstone, uh, the Cappy Games mm -hmm. title, is coming to regular console, or regular systems, too. Okay. Just because I, one... Well, I mean, I technically do have an iPhone, but I'm not mm. going to fucking play... I'm not going to pay a subscription service to play iPhone games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, like, as good as these games look, I'm mm. not... I have nothing against mobile games. I just don't want to play games on my phone. No. The reason I love the Switch, and the reason I got the Switch, besides being a Nintendo <laughs> fanboy, is because I am old man eyes. I have the old man eyes. Looking at a Game Boy screen hurt the face. It just hurt. Uh, hurt the face. It did. Does it not get... Do you get headaches looking at screen, tiny screens? Not usually, no. Yeah. I'm old man. I mean, I can look at my game, my DS screen for a while, but I've also got, you know, 3DS XL. Yeah, I had an XL as well. It was too small. Not really. Um, so I stopped playing That's Pokemon. a machine I haven't touched in a while. Switch? No, my... Well... Yeah, that, but also my 3DS XL. Well, Switch I, mean, okay. I did break out to try to continue to play Super Mario Odyssey, and I got into it, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm finally going to finish this fucking game, and then Witcher 3. <laughs> on the Switch? No. Um, <laughs> if Witcher 3 was on the Switch, I could imagine what quality that game It is on be. the Switch. Oh god. And people actually really enjoy it on the Switch. They do. I've yeah. seen, I think I saw one quality comparison comparison image between it and like Xbox Well, it's one. not obviously it's in no way ever going to be able no. to hold up but it still plays relatively smoothly for yes. how the, the port of that game to that console is great I think they Once be, I, find... I think they even came out and said that it had done well yes. with numbers I wish numbers I wish the game had console mod support because people come out with a lot of quality of life mods for Witcher 3 that are really good and I just want those um so the final game delay. <laughs> we have one topic that we we, we needed we wanted to talk about. You've arrived. Um, is actually technically not a game delay. Yeah. We thought I realized after you said it, there was never a date assigned to Dying Light Two. Nope. Basically, they came out and said, "Hey, we're planning on releasing this in I think early 2020." Uh, the game delay, if you take it as a real delay, that means it's just not coming out in the first half of the year anymore. Quarter three, quarter four, twenty. Um, yeah. But when you don't put a date on a thing, I don't really mm -hmm. count that as... I don't count it as a delay. Um, I would count it as, hey, we hyped you up. 
what I enjoy is it's not... Hey, we're still working on it. Just letting the hype train go. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with so many games and why games come out in disappointing states is they announce it, people get hyped for it, they just let that hype train keep running, and then the game launches and people are like, what the fuck is this? This well, is I mean, what we want. That's <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. They they tried to build that hype back up. You They announced that game... The, they officially announced Kingdom Hearts 3, I think, in, like, 2013? Yes. Um, and they just would trickle, trickle little news about it here and there. And it didn't help that everybody knew that game wasn't coming out yet because Final Fantasy 15, right? Mm-hmm. 15, was also announced. Yes. It's like, hey, look, two games. Well, they were developed, Mostly the same teams. They were developed side by side and had the same creative director. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, don't announce that kind of thing. They did. There has been announced, or, uh, news of I think I read multiple, but at least one more Kingdom Hearts game. A new Kingdom Hearts game. I would be down DLC for, just came out. I'd be down for a new Kingdom Hearts game if it was a reboot to Kingdom Hearts. Not like a hard reboot. Like I'd be all for if I get to play as somebody away. that isn't Sora. I'd be for that too, but I want a Kingdom Hearts game with some actual lore that makes some kind of sense. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. You just have to watch at least eight different four hour exactly. long videos. Um, <laughs> I really do enjoy the world of Kingdom Hearts and it's not because of the storyline. Why are you eating a bag of nuts? I like salty nuts. Do you like Deets nuts? <laughs> Have you had Deets nuts? No. Deets nuts are delicious. <laughs> I highly recommend putting Deets nuts in your mouth. I remember seeing that. It's a real time. thing. I know it's a real thing. I, I think the bag seeing. might be over there still. I just had something the other day. Um, yeah, Dying Light Two. I I never played the first one. I'd say uh, like a basic. I think we described it as parkour zombie game. It is a parkour zombie game. It's Oh, you love complaining about it because they keep telling you don't go out at night, and then don't you go have to go out at night, and, and then you right die. There's a mission right in the middle of the game where it's like go out at night. No, there's a fucking. He's oh. a rule follower in games. <laughs> Who follows rules in games? It's a mixture of Dead Island and Mirror's Edge is the best way to describe the gameplay. Yes, that mm-hmm. sounds about, that sounds about right. Um, and I haven't enjoyed a zombie game since Left 4 Dead 2. Okay. So, I think. speaking of I that, there was stuff in the rumor mill recently. Yeah, it's all fake. I know it's all fake. Um, that's what I was going to say, though, is like, what are you a thinking? lot of people were asking um, Turtle Rock if Left 4 Dead 3 was going to be the next major project, and they just shut that down completely and said, no, we are not working what on Left 4 Dead 3. What happened to What is Turtle Rock doing? Uh, Turtle Rock went, I think they almost went belly up after Evolve tanked. <laughs> Let's see, Turtle Rock, what is the most, oh, Back for Blood? And Evolve could have been such a good game. I forgot they had announced this game, Back for Blood. This was the, basically the spiritual successor to it. Okay. Um, and nothing else has come from it yet. They announced it and they basically didn't do anything. I like how the logo really is just a Left 4 Dead logo. Well, I don't know if that's actually the official logo. Uh, it looks like the official logo, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, part of the leak, it was from a like a slideshow mm-hmm. and somebody in something it was like hey we're excited about we're excited to hopefully see Half-Life Alex, and it was LFD3 which one no one does no one said that 
does it LFD. It's no. L4D. Yes. Um, but it turns out that I think people were taking information. That was from information from the Valve News Network guy who had tweeted out about something, or I think he made a prediction or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then he tweeted, like, you, I really hope you aren't using me as your source. <laughs> <laughs> or some shit like that. <laughs> um, and I mean, uh, yes, would I love a new Left 4 Dead game? Yeah. But guess what? Turtle Rock is working on basically the Left 4 Dead sequel. Yeah. And that's all. I'm, I'm all for that. Because um, that's a fun fucking game. Because it, it basically, isn't that the rat game... Isn't that basically Left 4 Dead with rats attacking you? More or less, yes. Yeah. Uh, what's that game called? Dishonored. What? No. <laughs> I mean, if you kill enough people, rats do rats, attack no, you. No, the rats game. The fucking... It's like takes place in Dungeons & Dragons or something like that. Uh, Vermintide? Yeah, Vermintide. That's Warhammer. Same bullshit. No, not really. Eh, kind of. <laughs> not even close. Um... <laughs> I prefer 40k anyway. I don't like Fantasy Warhammer. Okay. Just saying. You like futuristic Warhammer, not yes. goblins and rat yes. demon things. Okay. I like all of it. Get a little fantasy in my fa- in my uh, science fiction. There's actually plenty of fantasy in the science fiction world. <laughs> I like spells. And arrows. And also arrows. lasers. They're just shaped like bullets. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like Fallout because you have yeah, they have plenty of lasers. All of the things. Um, where were we going? I don't know. We were done on the delays. Yes. Everything's getting delayed. Luckily, most important game of the beginning of the year is not delayed. What is that? Animal Crossing. Oh yeah. Uh, do you know Crossing why Animal Crossing and Doom. Doom? You know why they haven't been delayed? Because they were already delayed out of last <laughs> <Yes>. year. Yes. <laughs> uh, in both of us will be playing one of them at least, right? Yeah. yeah. I love the memes that have come out, though, like duality of man, just having them side by side with the same release date. <laughs> well, and the best part is, if you have a Switch, you can't play Doom on that yet. Yeah. What Doom I wanted... isn't coming, unless they've changed it, it might be same date at this point, but it originally wasn't supposed to be date I just want to swap the game's soundtracks. And play them that way. That's all I want to do. <laughs> I would 100% listen to this Doom soundtrack if it was then all the music was turned into K.K. Slider versions <laughs> of the songs. Because K.K. Slider is my favorite character from yes. uh, the Animal Crossing universe. I'm excited to play both of them. I think the way it'll have to work is, you know, a little bit of Animal Crossing, like get to the point where I'm effectively farming resources in Animal Crossing. Yeah. You know, we can be friends and go to each other towns and maybe I'll have different fruit than you. Yep. I hope I get cherries. <laughs> and then, uh, well, if you don't get cherries, just restart the game until you get cherries. <laughs> oh, my God. I can... I wonder. I wonder how hard it'll be. Because I probably will just buy it digitally, knowing me. Um... I wonder how hard it'll be, or if it if it makes it easy to just swap between. Because I have currently there are four profiles on my account on oh, my really? Switch. I wonder if, oh, I wonder if I it requires the internet though. Mm-hmm. I only have internet on one account, so never mind. So you want to make four different? Animal I could use four villages. different towns and just be like, mm-hmm. oh hey, four different fruits. <laughs> That's all the fruits, bitches. <laughs> um, what are the fruits? It's like There's apple, cherries, apples, cherry, peaches. Orange. And oranges. Is it oranges? Yeah. Peaches. Peaches. Can you get pineapples? 
I don't think you can Oh, you know what? It is an island game now. Oh, boy. God, I can't wait for this fucking game. It is the most... I love ridiculously relaxing games. I like a game that is more relaxing than a lot of the stuff I play, which is why I like Animal Animal Crossing still has a challenge to it. There's still things to figure out. Minecraft. That's Minecraft for me. I play Minecraft on Peaceful. Like, when it's just me, I play out. I will literally hop on and be like, I'll give it an hour. I'll be there until 4 o'clock in the morning. Just because you get sucked in, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, for me, it's a matter of, I want a game that's sometimes going to be a challenge, but I don't always want to be sucked into this, like, sweaty, try-hard, just-getting-butt-fucked-by-a-game kind of deal all the time. Which, you know, even Doom isn't like that. If you play it on difficulties like I do, I'll play it on normal. Yeah. Um, But it's still a challenge on normal mode. There are times I played Doom 2016 and died just completely on normal mode because I just got destroyed by everything on the screen. Um, Happens. But Animal Crossing, you know, there's no permanent end state to that game. There's no point where the game's over because you won or you lost. And I think you always owe somebody Mm -hmm. money. Yes. Bells. You do Northern always bells. have a loan. Um, <laughs> I'm just excited for it because the only Animal Crossing I had a great experience with with was, was the original one on GameCube. And this looks like it's... Which, can you imagine that that, that game came out in Japan on mm-hmm. N64? Yeah. That's crazy to me. For me to have a good experience with the Animal Crossing game, again, would be great. It would make me want to play my Switch more often. Which is always a good thing. Um, there are games out there that I still want for the Switch. I just have prioritized other things in favor of buying those. So, there there were really two things I wanted to bring up um, during this. I don't know why I'm sitting across like an uncomfortable. I actually really like this. I don't know why we didn't. I didn't think to just put both of us on. with two people. One couch is great. Um, I uh, so I I think I mentioned last episode. Um, with the Pokemon expansions coming out, I want to be able to beat Pokemon before that comes out. The mm-hmm. original game, of Sword or Shield, before the expansion comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, because I'm trying to get that started, obviously, I started a new run on Hollow Knight instead. <laughs> uh, so I've been almost every day of the last two week or week because I did a like two or three hour two hour stream. Of me starting up from scratch. Because um, it had been so long, I forgot everything. Well, uh, that was what your three for me as I started from yeah. the beginning. Um, and, like, I li- I really enjoyed the game the first time I played. And now, getting back into it and playing as much as I have, I fucking love this game. It is such a good fucking game. Have you played any of it? I have not played Hollow Knight. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's on everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am playing it on PC. I think I have it on... I don't. Th- I think I might only have it on PC, um, but it really is just. It's very. It has the Dark Souls element of, hey, some of these things you're gonna die to a lot. Hey, when you die, you leave your souls, not souls, but you leave basically part of you behind. You mm-hmm. go get it. You kill it. You get. One, that part of you back, but as well as all your money and all that shit. Um, But it's also that paired with the Castlevania aspect. Or not Castlevania, the Metroidvania aspect Mm -hmm. of it. Being like, hey, you're here, you can't do everything here yet. You know you you can't do anything here yet, but eventually you'll be able to do that. Like, 
initially all you can do is a single jump and mm-hmm. running around and everything. Eventually you get a dash ability so you can make further jumps. Yeah. Uh, you get a, like a super dash ability, which is basically you charge up and it allows you to continuously fly in one direction until you hit something or something mm-hmm. hits you. Uh, and I think, I can't remember, I think that might have been the last one I got, but before that you also get a, a, basically just a wall jump. It really is not, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that's like all the abilities you get as in Guacamelee too. Mm-hmm. But I also love Guacamelee, and the art style of this is, like, hell, I mean, I didn't even play much of the game initially, and you, I think you've seen that I have that little art thing of it. Somebody did this drawing of, hey, no, fuck it, we're just... Yeah, just show it. Yeah. Color night. It's so pretty. Yeah. Um, that was a little loud. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's... I love the style of the game. I love the punishment is not that intense. Um, it's not Dark Souls intense. Yeah. Where the game will consistently punish you yeah. uh, for the smallest misstep. Like, I, I, I got to a point and I'm like, oh, this is a boss. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he fucking destroyed me so quickly. I don't know if I'm supposed to go after him yet. Maybe I need some other ability. Maybe I'm just really bad at this. And I can, yeah. I can admit, I'm not the best at the game sometimes. Uh, if you watched me in the live stream, <laughs> um, there's a point where <laughs> I, I literally throw the headphones off. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, again, upside, all live streams go directly onto the YouTube channel. Uh, you well, There are certain games that I just will not play because of that. Like, I tried playing Dark Souls. I'll probably never play Dark Souls again. Um, I wanted to play Bloodborne because it was supposed to be, like... It's... I like... It's supposed to be a little bit more, more. more freer than what Dark Souls was. It's supposed to give you more options. And I've seen people, like, cheese their way through bosses and stuff on Bloodborne. So maybe not as hard, but it's just not a game I want to invest a crap ton of time into at this point. That's like even Sekiro, Sekiro Neo. Yeah. Even though I do not like actual Dark Souls-esque games, mm-hmm. those two I en- I was a little bit more interested in just because I enjoy... I would much en- rather play something steeped in Japanese folklore and all that yeah. over... Hey, weird blood demons. Yay, werewolf guy. <laughs> um, what else? So, no, but Hollow Knight, the way the progression works in that game, is oddly enough the way the progression works in Doom. <laughs> is do you get more abilities and shit you, like that? You do. You uh, you also get you get these things called nail arts. I think there yeah. are three, and there are three different abilities so you can do. You gain abilities in Doom through many different ways, actually. Um, of course, you gain weapons through natural progression throughout the game, mm-hmm. which there's a you know a little cutscene for every weapon you pick up where you know he like checks it out and shit. You know he's like pulling off a dead guy, he's inspecting it and stuff like that. Um, the upgrades that you get for those weapons throughout the game are in these little drone boxes. So you find those, you bust them open, you get the upgrade, and the upgrade is not just something that makes your gun do something different. It's a physical attachment on the gun that you switch to. Yeah. Um, so that actually, there's also... When you upgrade your suit by getting points. Um, you also, throughout the game, you find, uh, 
I can't remember what they're actually called, but basically they are abilities that you have a certain amount of notches mm -hmm. that can be used for these abilities. Like one of them is um, literally, and this is one of those ones where I, I know some people probably complain about it, but you have to use money to buy maps for all the different locations you find. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you don't have this one ability, you can't track yourself on the map. Oh, it just shows you the map of the layout, and you have to. If you aren't using that ability, you, you have to memorize where you are, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and for me, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I don't care. I had that ability. It was that, and there's an ability that when you attack people, you get more of their soul, more souls. It is still called souls. Um, but I'm at the point where I'm like, I have all these different abilities. I'm like, I don't use any of them. I only have four slots. Mm -hmm. Two of them are used for the single ability, the uh, the soul ability. Uh, one of them is used for whenever I take damage, I my body explodes in little vines that cause damage. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually about to get rid of that one because that one, the downside to that is when you get hit. You do that, but you also stay in place when it happens, so you can attack and then automatically get hit again by something else if mm. it didn't die. Um, and then the the place marker on the map, that's the other one I'm using. But there are so many other ones that I'm like, I want to check this out. And you can eventually, I think you can buy more slots, more uh, uh, notches or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think you can also find them. I think I found one. I didn't buy it because it's like 900 coins or whatever the fucking currency is it looks like little pieces of shells hmm. um but yeah it's a fantastic game and i highly recommend it if you have not i mean it's been out for two yeah. years i think at this point uh well there's a scene in doom where you actually when you get the bfg in the game hmm. this is a great thing about and i'm hoping hollow knight does something like this too because it presents you with an opportunity to use the ability but then also makes you under immediately understand the limitations of that ability. So the BFG, you know, it kills everything, right? Yeah. But it's got such a limited ammo capacity, the only way you get ammo back for it is by using the chainsaw, which itself has a, has limited ammo capacity. It uses gasoline, which oh, okay. you don't find everywhere all the time. I didn't realize the chainsaw um, wasn't an endless kind yeah. of thing. So the way the chainsaw works in Doom, basically, is you chainsaw an enemy with it, and it spews out a bunch of ammo. Mm. That's oh, it. yeah. Huh. Um, so, it's a it's a way to replenish your ammo if you're like really hurting for it at that point. Um, but you get the BFG, you walk a little bit forward down a hallway. It drops you into this big room with a bunch of the weakest enemies in the game in it. They're like these slow zombie style style enemies, right? So you have a chance to like use it and see this really cool effect where it's just vaporizing a bunch of crap in yeah. a room. But immediately after that, you step forward. And you fight the cyber demon for the first time. In and you game, use it and it doesn't work. Against it doesn't, like, it's not going to vaporize a cyber demon. Does it do a significant amount of damage? Yes. But not. An, you don't have nearly enough ammo to just take it down with a BFG, and the BFG takes forever to charge. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're fighting this giant thing that's not as slow as it looks, and it limits your mobility by trapping you over and over again. Like, it'll set up, like, two rock walls, mm -hmm. and it'll use its sword to fire, like, these shock waves at you. You have to like jump or duck under or do something to dodge them, basically. Um, so the game presents abilities to you in that way, and that's why I like games, even like Hollow Knight, even or games like this, or games like Metroid Prime, for example. You got something and immediately got to see what like, it does. The and best its way to use it. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's and that actually like the the dash attack is like oh I can use this to just jump over and get over people, but then they introduce not directly after that, but you were quickly after that introduced to characters that or enemies that when you come at them they will move back they will dodge back so instead mm -hmm. of you being able to avoid them you will sometimes dash to land directly on them or something mm. um, or characters that hey you can come at me and just constantly hit <laughs> oh hey I'm a character that when you come near me I explode in gas mm. and you take damage within an area of effect or whatever um, yep. that's a big thing in Witcher 3 actually too because you have to you have a whole bestiary mm -hmm. in the game which, you get that in that too, but and yeah. from what I spoiled myself online, after you, I think you after you fill it out or after you do something, mm -hmm. uh, the guy that gives it to you decides to start attacking you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, there's multiple ways to fill up your beast here in the game. You can find different books around areas that'll give you information on a monster. Um, through certain Witcher contracts, as you're tracking them, it's like Geralt from his past experience already knows what this monster is. Yeah. So you'll get an entry for that. Or if you just straight up kill whatever you're fighting sometimes, you'll get entries for that. Because um, in a scene that they don't ever show, you went through and like ripped open. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, here it's a bunch but, of weak <laughs> or organs. I mean, essentially what it tells you is like what signs they're weak to, what bombs they're weak to, uh, if there's you know a certain oil that you can use against them, which every enemy has a oil type that matches their monster type. Okay. Um, which you just apply, you apply those to your blade. So it's like a coating you put yeah, on the blade yeah, yeah, that does yeah, more yeah. damage, right? Um, I think we talked about this last week. Or you also yeah. get entries for unique monsters you fight in the Witcher contracts as well, which are just, they're basically just upgraded types of the same monsters they you were fighting before. Yes. They're super strong, actually. I remember dying to one pretty easily. He killed me in two hits. So. Oh, wow. Um, but things like that in any game, be it Hollow Knight, be it this, you know, you're learn. I appreciate a game that doesn't just throw cannon fodder at you, kind of mm -hmm. like Call of Duty does. How do you kill an enemy in Call of Duty? You shoot it. <laughs> um, how do you kill you an enemy? You have to change up your fighting or yeah. processor. But it's like, how do you kill a foglet in The Witcher 3? Well, the thing disappears every two seconds, so oh, it's called a foglet. Foglet. Yes. Okay. It's a little creature that, as its name suggests, lives in fog, but it also disappears into that fog <laughs> and can ambush you from it. Okay. So it creates illusions with those fogs as well, which are images of itself that you attack but the real thing is like usually behind you somewhere waiting to destroy you so like the ghost from um pt that's yeah. literally always behind you so there's a lot of stuff that goes into these games and i appreciate games that it, the point is like a game should make you learn how to beat its enemies it shouldn't just throw stuff at you that's easy yeah. to kill People. Or throw stuff at you that is so hard to kill that it takes 80 deaths in a row to figure yes. that out, Dark Souls. Well, it's like the first Mario game, like, or Super no, Mario yeah, The Bros. first level is, like, made to, hey, this is a learning experience. Yes, but if you never saw anybody play Mario before, like, if you lived in the 1980s and never saw anyone play that game before, you probably just ran head first to the very first Goomba you saw on screen and died. <laughs> oh, do I talk to the, oh, no, I die. And then people eventually found out, oh, you can jump. So if I jump over them, and then someone made the mistake of, oh, shit, I can jump on these things. <laughs> so, but then also games came out with, like, you know, 30-page instruction manuals. Well, and, not <laughs> only that, there's, because I remember that being a whole, um, the sequelitis, mm -hmm. one of those videos where uh, Aaron goes into talking about 
Mega Man X. Uh, yeah, Mega Man X, where it's the Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man, where Mega it's Man. hey, <laughs> I don't need this. You. Isn't it used <laughs> to be games taught you while you played? Yes. And then it hit a point where it's like, hey, we are going to stop every couple of minutes to be like, this is what you're doing. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy the quick blurb. It's like, hey, you picked up this thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Moving on. So Witcher, You'll learn to play with it on your own kind of thing. It's great because Witcher 3 does that where it gives you tutorials. You can turn them off at any time. Oh, okay. The tutorials are only there for things that you but wouldn't that game be is something to figure out yeah, on your own. That, that one is a little bit more in-depth. Yes. When it's like, hey, press A but to it's, jump. It's not like a tutorial teaching you how to sell stuff to a merchant. Like, you know how to do that. But there is a tutorial on how to do alchemy and how to craft things in the game. And how to, you know, what attacks do what. You know, stuff like that. Or, like, how to equip quest items, because people didn't know that when they first started Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, The new Pokemon game, there's Mm -hmm. a way to to skip over that person that's like... Because in every Pokemon game, you always come across a guy like, this is how you catch a Pokemon. Yes. I'm like, I have eight Pokemon. I obviously know how to catch Pokemon already. Um so there's event in in Sword and Shield. There's a way if you catch another Pokemon. And I can't. I don't know how you do it. I know you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you catch a Pokemon before, it allows you to just not have that interaction. There's a couple yes. of different things that you do that it's like I don't need to do this for you. Cool, mm-hmm. moving past. Which while everybody, while there are a lot of people that are like, oh, it's the dumbed down baby version of Pokemon, that appeals to people like me, like you, who yes. have played Pokemon for years. It's, it's like, we don't need People this. say it's a dumbed-down baby version of Pokemon, but if you play other so-called more mature games, some of these games literally hold you by the hand yeah. and guide you through every single step of the game. And that's what's annoying, is I don't need to be told, like, if I've got a character, like, say I'm playing Black Ops all over again, if Reznov is shouting at me to follow him through the Gulag... Which was I didn't find out till much later was played by Gary Oldman, which is great. Gulag, do the gulag. If he's shouting at me, you know, follow me and stuff like that over and over again. I don't need the game giving me a blurb in the corner of the screen that says you should follow, follow Reznov. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> audio. Yes. If you're not listening to audio, he um, almost broke his voice playing that game. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> he's like. They played audio of, like, the battle sounds he would have to shout over to give commands. And he played that character from World War, from uh, Call of Duty World at War, all the way through Black Ops. Oh, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) Uh, So, I have one last thing I wanted to talk about, but I I was going to use that to end on, because it was kind of short or whatever. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No. I think I'm good. Okay. All right, so, I have made the attempt... After years of deciding I didn't care, and I just little bits that I had seen had made me not want to give it a shot in any way, I gave One Piece a chance. Oh, boy. I made, I, I've watched at this point, I believe, 13, 14 episodes of the show. Congratulations, you were like 0, 0, 0, 0, yes, 0. I know. 0.1% um, have you, how much of the How much of One Piece have you watched? I've watched maybe 20 episodes. Wow. From beginning? Yes. Okay. Uh... But it also, that was like my 20, 20 episode run, and I was like, never again. <laughs> One Piece is a bad show. Oh, yeah. It is a really bad show. It's terrible. Um, I remember reading the manga in Shonen Jump and being like, this looks interesting. And then I realized, like, this is never going to fucking end. <laughs> I have watched and read uh, many, many series, and Bleach 
Bleach felt like there was an end. Obviously, it didn't end the way that it should, or didn't have an actual ending or whatever. No. Um, but at least you felt like it, stuff was happening. Every mm-hmm. time there was a story arc, the story arc felt... You got a conclusion to your yeah. story arcs. You got um, the whole, you know, go to Soul Society and rescue Rukia story. You got the Aizen is a bad guy story. You got those things, right? Yeah. And those were satisfying. What wasn't satisfying is we have to keep this going because we're in this old way of producing anime and manga where we have to have weekly releases. So now we have to just come up with nonsense content. And the problem with Bleach especially is Ichigo as a character is they wanted him to be such a golden boy that he just got all the fucking abilities. But no, he's, he's the Goku of that show. Yes. yes. It makes sense. Um, now, I know, obviously, I haven't watched enough to know. I'm, I doubt that Luffy Luffy doesn't absorb other people's abilities. He doesn't absorb right? other people's he's abilities. He's just always gum gum guy. That gum gum fruit shit, they just stretch it to beyond logical yeah, limits. stretch it. Because <laughs> he's, he's a rubber person. Yes. Um, but they take it far past any idea you you lose a sense of this also, ability have okay. limitation. Gum gum, he's a rubber person. Uh the chop chop fruit. He's mm-hmm. a chop chop person. Obviously I haven't gone I've gotten I haven't gotten far enough to meet any other demon gum gum people or demon fruit eaters. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just using a little thing. Uh <laughs> it I can see where some people would find some appeal to this show. Yeah. It's just, it's, and, and it might be the fact that there are. Well, I know that it doesn't have an ending because well, there are people. The people that watch the show and that love mm-hmm. the show have watched the show from the beginning. Yes. They but didn't start when there's already nine hundred episodes. It's to look forward one to. of those shows where if you're look starting to watch to. it now, you're going to need a watch list for the show. And oh, I've already. I already. Yeah. I instantly looked online because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Luckily, I'm early enough that it's. They're building the crew. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back. I've I've, I've well, decided against what this. a watch list should contain is the basic story beats you need. Mm-hmm. Right? You need the beginning of the story so you understand who the character is and what he's doing and all the why characters. he has all stuff. like eight well, of yeah, the cast. You need the introductory. Cast, you need or, that not cast crew. But you need the introductions to each of those characters, whether they happen in the beginning arc of the show or later on. Mm-hmm. You need their introductory stories. You need introductories for the villains. And then you need conclusions to the to them beating those the major climax arcs of those stories where they're fighting the villain in a final confrontation yeah. or at least an important confrontation that leads to a later conflict right those are the things you need what I don't need is a slice of life we're going to the beach look at all our white hey, dudes in bikinis episode all right every anime needs <laughs> needs a beach episode no they need the hot springs episode the hot springs uh, the onsen episode and they're almost always entertaining. I have been watching... Fucking Black Clover got to it, and I'm like, I knew it was coming. I've been watching an anime called Date A Live, and they put that episode in the very first season of the show. Uh, Yeah, the the Black Clover um, Hot Spring episode was unexpected, Mm -hmm. because how it works is basically... um, Flamalian? Flamalian? I can't remember. I couldn't watch Black Clover. Oh, you didn't get into that one? No. So It's James, so much better than, than um, James than turned me on to it, and then I got to, like, I think it was a good ten episodes deep in it, and I was like, I have a headache. And he's like, why? I'm like, Asta is were 100% you watching, the reason why I have a headache. Were you watching I was watching Sub. Okay. 
So I've watched both. Um, like, because you know, I, I, yes. when I want to do my my multitasking, I'll throw the dub version of stuff on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also tried doing that with um, One Piece, just because it was on Funimation. I'm like, wow, it's even worse. Um, Very bad dub. It's not that it's bad. It's just that I don't like the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I can't remember who it does it, but it, it it's somebody else, somebody that does a voice that I already hate the character of anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but Black Clover, I I love Black Clover. Um, I think it it still is obviously very tropey with all the shonen bullshit. Yeah. But there's something the characters I like a lot more. Um, I the last arc that I was on I think it was there they basically were putting together a wizard team to go after this the the main villains mm-hmm. that had been introduced um and within that arc there was a character that was introduced and I'm like I fucking love this guy's great he's perfect <laughs> uh he's basically his character design kind of reminds me of Hisoka mm-hmm. from uh Hunter Hunter okay. did you watch have you watched Hunter Hunter I have not watched Hunter Have Hunter. you tried Hunter Hunter? No. I highly recommend that too. As dumb, <laughs> it, it it's funny. I these are all shows that like. So Dragon Ball Z, yes, there are mm-hmm. parts of Dragon Ball Z that I grew up enjoying, but I never really liked the show. Yeah. Um, Naruto, One Piece, all those kind of shows. I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, that's just not my kind of thing. So then they put out. There were more and more of those those type of series that I kind of avoided what's, because of those shows. What's weird is during that period where everyone was getting into their shonen battle anime that were running week to week to week, mm. I was collecting manga at the time. So oh, yeah. I got to the point where I would just see a manga in a store, pick it up, flip through a few pages, and if I liked the art style of the manga, I would buy it, which was a mistake yeah. because I collected like several volumes of Air Gear before I found out that Oh Great is on crack. So <laughs> I loved Air Gear. <laughs> so, I'm so mad that that show never ended. Here's the problem with Oh Great as a manga artist. It's he would start with a premise. I also bought his other manga, Tenjo Tenge, which had an anime adaptation too. I haven't watched that one. But is that one more fan servicey? Kinda yeah. It's more it's like a martial arts school anime deal, but he starts out with a premise, like a solid base premise. Like Air Gear was all about these roller skates. These people would have these competitions he with each other. To, go to the sky. Yeah, but then yeah, and then it turned into a clusterfuck government conspiracy. We're kind of creating super soldiers with roller skates now. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so have st- you read? Um, I stopped collecting that manga altogether and sold every copy I had of it. Have you watched One Punch Man? I think I was there yes. when you sold all of it. Didn't you really? sell it to Collector's Corner? Uh, what, Air Gear? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure you sold it. I, was I got rid of Air it. Gear, um, but other, I started getting into other manga that were more or less shoujo manga, but shonen battle anime themes attached to them. Things like uh, Subasa, um, which was, yeah, Subasa Chronicles, which was attached That's, to Triple um, X Holic. Yeah, was, I fucking love Holic. Which I love that one because it's a supernatural kind of story. Um,. Both written by Clamp, so yeah. that was amazing. Uh, I've never seen... Okay, so I've never watched uh, Tsubasa Chronicles. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tsubasa Chronicles is weird because the characters in it, I kept seeing them, and I kept going, I know these characters from somewhere. Sakura and Suren, where do I know them from? <laughs> Fucking card captor Sakura. That's where I know them from. They're the same goddamn characters. Is it? Yes. I didn't know that, because I used to watch... They're I, not... I didn't watch it... 
constantly, yes, but I watched not enough of it. Exact copies of those characters. It's not like the soccer in this is the same soccer yeah. from Card Captor Soccer. Which also came back. They did yes. a remake of it, but a reboot of it or something. They were I remember watching Card Captor Soccer and for some reason I just felt I felt weird about bringing it up to my mom. They had a whole like fucking cloud card book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I wanted that book, yeah. but it was pink and had, like, a star on it and shit like that. And I knew my mom was going to be like, you're gay, aren't you? <laughs> Different time. <laughs> but, Here I am being like, motherfucker, I need that goddamn, the the wand from fucking... Uh, I need the wand. Star vs. Forces of yes. Evil. I need the wand, I need the book, I need the magical girl uniform, I need it all. There's a new med- med- medical... Med- Madoka med- 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 but this is it's about a girl yeah, that took a, the wish and she doesn't remember it. Yeah, it's a spin-off. All she knows it's like she doesn't remember what her wish was, but she knows that she has to kill dirt. All kill I know witches. is I sat down and watched that for the first time. Yes. And I got to the point where it's like, oh, they're fighting the witch and the girl with the gun, she's like doing really good against the witch, and the witch just bites her fucking head off and I was like, Oh How far into that is God pause. I I could not get into it. I know everybody was like, well, you haven't gotten far enough. You haven't really gotten the big reveal yes. yet. I'm like, I'm 13 episodes into a show. That's if a I haven't been hooked is... on to this fucking, hey, it's a big switch here. So that's a major flaw with the anime itself, actually, is you get to the point where you realize it's going to take a dark turn, but then it takes so long to build up from there to the point where you find out why it took that dark turn in the first place and where it's going to continue going from there. That's a flaw with just the writing yeah. and them trying to fill out, you know, the episode count that they need to. Does it work better in the manga? I think so. Yeah. But, like, Attack on Titan, for example, you have that shocking moment where Eren gets eaten by a Titan. Three episodes in, or but, four or five yes. episodes in. But then like it takes no time after that until you get the reveal exactly. that, you know, oh, he's a Titan it, now. We got the, we have to wait a week. We have to wait a week? What the fuck is going on? The main character just died. Then, like, next week, everybody's grieving that he's dead, and then moments into the episode, here's a titan that spawned outside of the titan. Yes. And you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? This titan kind of looks like Aaron. Holy shit, Aaron's a titan. They did an abridged series of that where Mikasa is trying to find out who the titan is, and everyone's like, it's Aaron. She's like, no, it's not. And they're like, it's Aaron. And then she goes... Then he, cu- he like, you know, comes down and she sees him come out of the neck and she's like, holy shit, it's there. And so everyone's like... How far into that are you? Madoka <clears throat> uh, Magica? Or no, 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 no. Attack. Uh, attack. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of season three. That's it. Mm. Okay. All right. So I haven't gotten up to the point where, like, they do the explanation of Titan shifters and stuff like that yet. Yeah, people can turn into Titans. Spoiler. There are a lot of spoilers for that show I could give you because I read the manga and that manga is wrapping the fuck I up soon. On, I went ahead on the wiki and figured okay. it out. So. Um, <laughs> so you have you got basically everything that has been spoiled. Oh yeah, uh, I know that the the mm, there are no, changes no, 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 in the there are changes in the anime from the manga is what I know. Mm. Some of it I don't know what's changed. I don't. I don't. I, I haven't watched any of the last season. Okay, um, it's ah, there's. I have to admit that that manga, even though I've read all of it, mm-hmm. I don't like the way that it is that it has released or it has jumped around storyline wise. Yeah. There is a point in the manga that you basically get a time skip, and that time skip just the stuff that happens with it is crazy and mm-hmm. like mind blowing. But at the same time, I don't enjoy it as much. Yeah, uh, I I want to see the end. Doesn't... That's why I'm glad that it's kind of getting there. I think Aaron 
in the new season from screenshots I've seen and stuff like that. Doesn't he like live past the age that they thought he was going to? I don't remember. I well, it, and I don't know how the manga is working. Uh, well, they revealed, yeah, because that's a big that is a reveal yeah. where if you take on one of the uh, the main Titan mm-hmm. ability kind of things, if you yeah, are one of these, it shortens your lifespan. Like, yeah, by a lot. I think mm-hmm. it's like seventeen years. Yeah. You only mm-hmm. you only have seventeen years after or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't remember and that. I'm pulling numbers. Apparently, Aaron either he goes through a growth spurt or he's lived a whole lot longer than seventeen years. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, the 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 thing is is like just going back to the one piece and all that stuff, right? Is during that time I was collecting those manga. Mm-hmm. So I was used to having essentially Wait, I what you was said you collected things you like the an- the art style for. I did. You like the art style for that shit? Well, no. I like the art style for things like Subasa. Mm-hmm. I had collected uh Maho Sensei Nejima, which was made by Ken Akamatsu. He did Love Hina. Um, Which, fucking, I love Hot Love Hina. So... That is the only, like, one of the few harem yeah. anime that I He was kind really of the enjoyed. progenitor of but in, popular harem anime. But the, the, the reason I liked it is because it didn't ever... It never felt... Yes, there is fan service in that. Mm-hmm. But it never, to me, I felt like the storyline was enough to... Yes. But it wasn't throwing it in yeah. your face, and it was slice of lifestyle stuff. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like Tenchi Muyo, where you've got this, you know... Booby subplot. Lady. Booby aliens. Well, yeah, you got booby aliens, but there's this plot that Tenchi is not, you know, who he really, he's not just a regular human kid. Mm-hmm. In the, the romance sections are the B plot of that story. In Love Hina, the romance is the plot. Yeah. And, um, and the same thing happens with things like Maho Senshi Nejima, though, is you've, you've got these shonen elements of a harem anime. In this case, it's weird because it's a 10-year-old super genius kid teaching English at a Japanese yeah. school. And all these Japanese girls, like 50 of them, trying to get with this kid. Um, but he's also like one of the world's greatest magicians or wizards ever. So you've got that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so, so it's just I'm, mixing those two things together makes an anime or a manga appeal to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shonen anime rarely appeals to me. More recently, obviously, if you if you have given My Hero Academia a shot, mm-hmm. I doubt that you are going to say a bad thing about it. It is a very well done yeah anime or anime manga even because yeah, like I read that anime and it's sad shit. Okay, <laughs> we're not going to spoil. You know what? So it's still going, right? It's still the going. The season hasn't ended. The season is not ended. Spoilers, big spoiler. I need to make a spoiler. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Um, what is the last thing that happened? What happened? Because you watched yesterday's episode. Yes. What is the last thing that happened? So the last thing that happened. Oh God! Yesterday's episode. Are they back at the school yes, after the event? Yes, they just came back to the. They just got back to the school. Okay, so. He's rescued Eerie. Yeah. Eerie? How did this? Eerie. Eerie? Yeah. Yes. Um, they rescued Eerie. Lemillion is Lemillion lost his powers, but he's going to keep on smiling. I love... He is best boy. boy. He is 100% <laughs> he best is. boy. Um, <laughs> uh, that fight between... And I saw clips of it. The fight between Deku and... Uh, Overhaul. Overhaul. 
the moment that he has that realization that he can go all out because Eerie is constantly repairing him, mm-hmm. I f- reading it, I had been waiting for that to be animated yes. because of how much I fucking loved well, the manga of that. <laughs> man, that I watched it, and it was pure Sakugo from start to finish, so by the time it got to the end, I went, well, there's the fucking animation budget. <laughs> It's kind of like it's kind of like the fight between um, Deku and uh, and Todoroki in the, yes. the the competition or whatever. The it's same like, thing happened. Holy shit! The same thing happened in that fight. There was it got to the end of it, and I was like shocked and everything, but I also was like, "Here's a fucking animation budget for the season." That's whenever there's an episode. Whenever there's a uh, a um, King Shark episode on Flash, you're like, "All right, there we it's go." It's gonna be fucking stills. We're and gonna voiceovers see. We're gonna see rubber rubber looking Barry the rest of the season. Um, but that fight was great. The aftermath of the fight was great. Even though Night Eye being died, you know, dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we just we said spoilers. Yeah, so yeah, Night Eye's dead, and yes, that moment in the show is really well done, and it's gripping, and it's even saddening. It's important to show that because so many shonen anime just let all the heroes live consistently. Yeah. DBZ has the biggest fucking problem with that. They kill people to literally wish them back into yes. existence. Sometimes they make them human instead of android. Yeah. Um, so Thus making it much more easier to have people fantasize about them. <laughs> That was the weirdest fucking... Like, hey, can you wish this hot girl back? She was a robot, but can you make her not a robot this time? And the dragon should have been like, that's two wishes. That doesn't count. (laughs) You're a weird fuck. Um, So, I was... Oh, about... So, back earlier in this season, uh, one of my favorite moments in the manga... Again, haven't watched any of this. I I just started watching it just because I wanted to see how it all looks. Um... The Kirishima fight, where oh, yeah. he unlocks his, he it's uses his new ability. I fucking love it. It looks great in the sh- in the manga. I don't know how it looks in the show. Oh, it looks amazing in the yeah, show. Okay. People have already done cosplays of it. This girl did a whole cosplay video of her. She cut, I think, something like over 400 different pieces of EVA foam oh to stick this God. shit together. <laughs> it is ridiculous. But she wanted to get that very angular look. That he had, and so that's what it took. Because it really is just jagged all over oh, yeah. them. But even like, I feel like even the eyeball kind of has like a his weird eyeball shape to does, it. and you see that in the anime as well. His eyeball changes shape. Yeah, his hair is completely hardened now. It doesn't have a soft look to it at all. It's like his entire body is made of stone. He gets full on like claws from this. Mm-hmm. His teeth get it's sharp. So it's like his teeth are already sharp, but then his teeth like turn into basically. Because that's fangs. what him and Fat Gum, right? Fat Gum, yeah, yeah. Fat Gum's whole. The way you see him use his power is really yeah. cool. I also love how, my, how, like, after his appearance, when it was revealed what he looks like when he's not mm-hmm. in the... What is it? Was in, is it when he's full or uh, hungry or whatever? Yeah. He's, he When he's empty, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> damn, boy. Uh, no. I's always got some competition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I find, here's the thing, I follow a lot of people that love anime. Most of them happen to be female. <laughs> so, That's you get a lot of, bo- a lot of, uh, uh anime was my crushes. favorite sleepy boy, too. Isaiah, he's a, he's, yeah, you know, everybody loves your little emo sleepy I know people boy. who have done cosplays that's just him in the sleeping bag. <laughs> my friend Lori did, uh, 
did a Azawa cosplay, mm-hmm. not in the sleeping bag. But they did put out, you know how Disney has those little tsum-tsums? Mm-hmm. Um, they basically made My Hero Academia versions of it's not the it's not a Tsum Tsum but it's got mm-hmm. a different name to it and they are little they have a little <laughs> version of him in the in the, the, sleeping, in the bag. sleeping bag and it's fucking adorable. Yeah. Uh, so where we are now in that anime, yes, is they are back at the school. Todoroki and Bakugo are going to go do their provisional license exams now. Yay! So, okay, that's a fun little story too. Yeah. So it's fun because we saw them fail those exams earlier. And they were the star pupils of their class. Yeah. Like, they well, were the ones... but it was literally those three. And yeah. Deku was the only one that... So they were the star pupils, but then other quote-unquote weaker heroes got their provisional license, like Sue, like Oi. Uraka. Hi. What about... Let's, let's really talk about... Didn't uh, fucking Grapehead get his fucking license? Oh, yeah, fucking... <laughs> Mirio or whatever. Not Mir- Mirio what is, is best name? boy. Don't use his name like that. Mineta is his Mineta. name. Mineta. Who's Mirio? Mirio is Lemillion. Oh, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> Don't I just bear. watched it, yeah. That's why his name is in, is in my head. They're on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Height spectrum, too. <laughs> Little Mineta has bitch, a weird Mineta. diaper that's costume. Right. He really does. I don't know why. He wants to be mothered. Um... <laughs> That's such a good show. Uh, The only other anime that I've watched recently... So you know I enjoy isekai anime. And there's been so many recently. Got the isekaitis. There's a new one that I'm about to check out. I'm I'm sure it's not good. Um, But there's one... I can't remember the name, but it's basically... The hero is overpowered but incredibly cautious or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, It's... Bad. It's really bad. <laughs> Luckily, they put out a dub of it, so Look, I've just been throwing it on in the background. It's not in another roll of my smartphone bads. Boy, hey, wait. I enjoyed that show. <laughs> that I enjoy that because of it. It's it's entertaining. Bad. This is like not even entertaining. <laughs> I just I had hit a point where I'm like I don't really want, and there's nothing out right now that I'm interested in that's dubbed that I can have okay. in the background. Did you ever watch? Uh, Make my abilities average in another world. That's the one that I wanted to check out next. Okay. That's one of the two that I want to check out That one's hilarious. Alright, so there's that, and then there's one that's been... Um, uh, Crunchyroll's been targeting it towards me lately. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Well, <laughs> the great thing about this one, though, is the girl who gets transported to another world, she says to make her abilities average. So, But the way she says it is the person transferred to another world takes it as aggregate the abilities of every other person in that world and make them an average of that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so, sorry, I just happened to pull up while I was looking for mm-hmm. this thing. Uh, news from like five hours ago, that time I got reincarnated as slime, is coming back in fall. Woo, season two! Speaking of isekai anime that I love. Oh, Dr. Stone, that was another one I watched. Was oh my god, it is so good. It's very good. Uh, how far is it in the anime? Uh, they're up to right before the war with Tsukasa. Fuck. Okay, cool. Mm. Um, I'm a little bit behind on the manga on that right now. Okay, so that's awesome news. I need to find this goddamn but show. The best thing is, is the last episode in season one ends, and immediately you get a splash screen that says season two confirmed. <laughs> I love when they do that. Because, uh, whatchamacallit did that too, um... My mind but is blank. While you're searching, speaking of bad anime, you probably heard about Seven Deadly Sins and the shit show that turned into. 
Yeah, people love that show. What happened with it So now? what happened is the studio that was working on it, which was A1, who was worked on stuff like Sword Art Online, transferred the production... She said yes. this scene gave me chills. ...over to a different studio. Uh, this studio is not a bad studio. They're not a terrible animation studio at all. They've made some good quality stuff in the past. The problem is, is the production schedule they were handed. They were basically given nothing but told to complete it in the same amount of time. And so what happened is one of the biggest fights in the show that was supposed to come up, which was Escanor versus Meliodas. So Escanor's the Lion I'm Pride of Sin. I'm going to believe these are real names. <laughs> well, Escanor's the Lion Pride of Sin. So his shtick is, by nighttime, he's this meek, little, mild-mannered dude who's afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. But in sunlight, he gets super powerful. He was the most powerful character in the show. So much that the axe that he uses is not a weapon, it's a limiter on his power. <laughs> he literally, like one of the strongest demons that showed up earlier in the show, he just like cut this dude in half with zero effort. Just fucked this guy up. He's also, being the pride sin, gets extremely arrogant when he's in this sort of big form. I think of like All Might in the skinny form versus yeah. All Might in his muscle form. So there was supposed to be a fight between him and Meliodas, who is a demon, who's confirmed to be a demon now, is super powerful, has access to all these powers and abilities and stuff. They were supposed to have this big fight. The fight itself is animated so poorly, <laughs> it almost looks like a flash animation from like the early nineties. Oh my god, that's it horrible. Is bad. You see moments where like the background is just shifting for no reason. Characters are literally stills. That have been like cut out and moved across the screen with tweens. <laughs> so it's it's a whole lot of crap. And then you get to things like the way char- certain characters look on screen. One of them has been memed to death. It's supposed to be Meliodas laying in a bed. <laughs> just looks, I wish I could describe it. It just looks so fucking horrible. His chest is inflated like to two times its normal size. His arm looks like a whole fucking big like salami roll. Oh, so all the it way looks down. like uh, oh, what's that guy? Uh, Rob Lightfield. Lightfield. Yes. Lightfield. His abs are like cocked off to one side almost, oh my God. and his legs are just basically like two stumps with little toes poking out of them. It is the most ridiculous looking thing. People we'll just meme the crap out of it by drawing stuff over top of them. Um, Does it kind of make you think of this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If anybody so. doesn't know, the, there's a Rob Liefeld Captain Rob America Liefeld drawing. America um, his chest cavity is it's like so bad. Twelve feet deep. <laughs> oh, and I love somebody's actually made like the, uh, the <laughs> like anatomically correct <laughs> things. It's bad. Um, it's got a fucking bird's rib cage. Yeah, it's always disappointing when a show swaps over to something and it doesn't it's not animated to the level it was before it's no that was fault. a big fear of um uh one punch man because yeah. it's it, they changed studios i believe well the difference here is like when they changed studios it was between seasons and one punch man had time that studio had a time to pick up yeah where those two left off a1 gave these guys nothing in the middle Essentially in the middle of the production schedule. That's crazy. So it was like, you guys have half the amount of time that we did to make a full season of this show now. <laughs> and to produce one of the most anticipated fights coming up in the show. Is is that a Netflix-produced show? I don't believe it's Netflix-produced. It's just licensed to Netflix. Yeah, okay. Because mm-hmm. I know with Netflix, there have been some anime that have been directly uh, they have, funded, basically. Most of them have been 
3D anime, which they thought they were going to start a new wave with that, didn't really take off. I really enjoyed Blam. I, Blam was alright. I really liked Knights of Sidonia. That was the one I was into. I didn't and I wasn't one, Ajin also not before Ajin. I liked season off the one. Rail. Season one of Ajin was great. <laughs> season two was what the fuck? Absolutely. Oh uh, my god. I haven't. I have actually not. The last show I actually watched or anime I watched on Netflix was I did the dub of um, JoJo, okay. what they had available of JoJo, and I loved it. And then I, I'm like, all right, I'll eventually get into the next season where they finally introduce stands, and I just haven't gotten around to it. I haven't watched any JoJo. I I recommend it. It's so stupid fun. That's what I keep you is it's it's not even really a shonen battle anime so much as it is it takes all those tropes and exaggerates them yeah, to the point. Yeah, and that that's why it's fun. It, it and that's that's <laughs> why I kind of enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy when a show <laughs> makes fun of other series. Like yes. it, it is just so out there. It's supposed to be a subversion. It's supposed to be absurdist. Supposed to just. I will say probably give it like the first three episodes maybe because it, yeah. it 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 sets stuff up. It is very much hey, we're gonna give you we're we're not gonna condense their their story. We're gonna kind of play it out a little bit and then let it get into the show. Mm. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, everybody go watch JoJo. You know, <laughs> twenty twenty. <laughs> recommend. <laughs> recommend JoJo. Um, uh, hell, fuck. Now I don't know what I'm gonna watch until. Uh, I'm trying to get into Devilman Crybaby now. I watched the first couple episodes. I really enjoyed it. It is a very interesting, weird... Did you ever watch any Devilman? I watched the original Devilman, and that was probably a bad idea because I was a kid when I watched it. (laughs) And I got, like, several nightmares about a giant demon man coming to eat me. Um, That's another one of the shows. There are some older anime that... They are old enough. Like I mean, Speed Racer. I fucking I will always love Speed Racer. It, it yeah. is my first anime. It was, I. I don't think a lot of us watching it as kids realized that it was anime. No, like because in your mind you don't think because it, it wasn't on Adult Swim. So it was just on Cartoon Network or something. That was the thing. My introduction to anime wasn't really. It wasn't DBZ like a lot of kids. It wasn't even things like Speed Racer, which was far older yeah. than DBZ was anyway. It was watching, like, when Toonami came out, and I started watching Sailor Moon. I didn't know that was anime. Yeah. To me, and before that, I had seen stuff like Cardcaptor Sakura on, like, you know, essentially what was the precursor to, like, Disney DX. You had these other Saturday morning cartoon blocks, basically. Yes. Uh, So I watched those shows, like, Cubics, fucking Metabots. (laughs) Metabots. Uh, Beyblade and things like that. I didn't know these were anime. I didn't even know Yu-Gi-Oh! was an anime when it came out. So I'm sitting here watching this stuff, and I'm like, these are Saturday morning cartoons. They go right along with Animaniacs yeah, and everything on, else. None of that, none of that stuff Never mind that all anime. the characters have weird spiky hair, and magical girls get practically naked on screen. Uh, so I'm watching this stuff, and then I was like, oh, that's what it is. Well, I guess I'm a weeb now, so. <laughs> um, but, like, it, the Speed Race era and up to, because Devilman Crybaby, Crybaby existed Don't and all that baby um there was a show Casher. did you ever watch the original Casher? did not watch the original Casher. i had seen episodes here and there and then they put out a live action movie in the live action movie because i hadn't really remembered watching Casher, and i didn't have the connection to it as much uh it felt like a live action mega man movie almost no really um it's 
It's I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it to the point that when they announced that they made they were making a new anime, they were basically re not rebooting, they were revisiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was kind of set years after the original series. Uh, I think it was Casher and Sins, maybe was the name of it. Yeah. I fucking loved it. It was so good, but it was new animation style. It looked mm-hmm. nothing like. Same thing with Devilman Crybaby. Yeah. So different from the original style. I think Escaflone had a remake like that. I mean, that. Speed Racer had a remake that I had think... looked nothing like the original. I think. And then that amazing the... Wachowski movie. <laughs> I watched that movie from start to finish. Were you just... high? I was like, I wasn't high, and I you wish you that. were, right? Yes. I was like, I enjoy that they try to make the racing look cool and dangerous and stuff like that. What I don't enjoy, I love that I said this was a very small topic yes. that I was bringing up on how much I hated One Piece. What I didn't enjoy was everything else about that movie. It, everything in it just looked so bad. The actors were so campy. Okay, so. And, I kind of forgive that just because I feel like they were trying to play it like, like the, the show. dub. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But the reason it was dubbed like that is because that's how anime was dubbed back yes. in the day. The, the, what they were trying to do back in the day was not dub characters with, like, have emotive voices and things like that. They were trying to match lip flaps. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh, we gotta get it. We gotta do it. And no, <laughs> you don't have to. But... That's actually one of the hardest things to do in dubbing an anime is matching lip flaps. And sometimes production studios even go out to come up with literally two separate versions where they edit lip flaps into the dubbed version of the show. It happens. <laughs> Alright, I feel like we should wrap this up. We should have wrapped this up like half we an hour sh- ago. We uh, <laughs> and then you made me talk about anime. So <laughs> We like anime. We like anime and video games. That is... I like other TV, too. I'm trying like to cartoons. avoid another expensive hobby that's related to anime, and that's Porn? collecting Nendoroids. Um, porn is free. Support your porn stars. <laughs> but uh, Nendoroids. Support sex workers. Um, like <laughs> the most random message at the end of a podcast. Support sex workers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. For joining us on another episode of Space Time Taco. As always, if you like what you hear, like what we do, follow us on all the social media. Support us on Patreon, which eventually we will add an update because we really need to. Since some of the stuff, one of the people doesn't exist in the group right now. Yep. Um, we need tears again. I have many of them. Uh, it's, it was a crying joke. Yeah. At $100, I will come to your house and punch you. In the dick. In the dick. If you don't have a dick, pretend you have a dick. Um, In the genitals. Just make it... Show me your genitals. Don't show me your genitals. What is that song? Isn't that a song? Yes, show me John your genitals. Who, what? Fuck it, we don't care. John Lejoie, a comedian from Canada. If you're here on the, the, the YouTube channel, there is a subscribe button over there-ish. Over by... Point down. Boom. It should be about there. When you click that, you have the option to hit the little subscribe button. Or the bell notification. Hit the subscribe button. Hit and the then press the bell button and the, the bell. so you get notified and when we put stuff like this out. You'll know. And then you won't miss an episode. Then you won't miss anything. Cool. Yeah. Alright. Go inside and play video games. Support your sex workers. Support sex workers. Do do do.